How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about legends only. And something that the legends we discuss do is make music. Well, some of them. Some of them. Some we would call singers. (laughs) And what do singers do? Sometimes they sing. (laughs) And win Grammys for doing so. Oh, that. Oh, yes. That's our first pivot of the episode. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are entering Grammys... Uh, window submission time? Sure. Because we have the 2024 Grammys next year, and the Recording Academy has just (laughs) announced three new categories added for the ceremony. There are three that were announced on June 13th. Best African Music Performance, Best Alternative Jazz Album. Sit down, Gaga. That's not for you. (laughs) And then best pop dance recording. Slay! That will be a battlefield. That is going to be such a battlefield. And I'm ready to fight the war. Like battlefields. I battlefields, do. Battlefields. I do genuinely believe the Academy heard Padam Padam and said, we better come up with something quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better go and get to armor. <laughs> This is long overdue. I am a slightly confused of the difference between this and the existing dance category, best dance recording, because we had Britney's Toxic won that one, Kylie won that one. Like, our girls get that one with their dance pop 
hits. But now we, I'm not complaining that there's no. another one. Uh, the exact definition. Want to know why I love this? Because you are gay. Well, yes, because <laughs> I am a homosexual. Yeah. But also, this is going to award the girls who go electronic. Oh, yes, yes, it will. And I think what they're trying to do is, because there was so much discourse last year about pop, like literally pop dance, yeah. but then experimental EDM. Uh-huh. And there was like a war about it. Oh, that's right. Because Renaissance was in the yes. dance category. Right, Beyonce's right, impact right, here. Right, right, right. So I actually am here for this. Oh, definitely. Because they are, it is different. Yeah. It's similar, but it is different. Yeah. I, well, okay. The exact definition. The best pop dance recording recognizes tracks and singles that feature up-tempo, danceable music that follows a pop arrangement. It also features strong rhythmic beats. <laughs> I th- definitely, I thought it was fun. I like the beat. So. Significant electronic-based instruments with an emphasis on vocal performance, melodies, and hooks. Dance remixes are eligible in the best remixed recording category only and may not be entered <laughs> in the best pop dance. No remixes in that category. That makes sense. Yeah, because that has its own now. Yeah. BB Rex is going to win this one day. <laughs> I'm calling him right now. She definitely. This is made for BB Rexa. This many people time. are saying that. Yes. Are they? <laughs> no. <laughs> why not? I, why not? I don't know. I'm saying it. It's possible. This is the category where Kylie won for "Come Into My World." Only nominated Bob. for "Love at First Sight," did not win that year in that one. Shocking. Uh, but this is a legendary category. Britney, Toxic, Justin, Sexy Back, Gaga, Poker Face. Rihanna Only Girl, Bob. Zed Clarity, Chainsmokers and Daya, Don't Let Me Down, uh, Bob, Duen Silk City, Electricity. This is a good category. It's a good category. And Break My Soul, Beyonce, most recently. Yeah. This is a place for legends. So I'll be interested to see how this breaks up with Best Pop Dance and who will be the very first recipient. And history. Uh, why it will be Padam Padam versus, I don't know, there's so many. I mean, I guess, I don't know when the window is, but I would think BB I'm Blue will probably this existing best dance. Oh my God, it's going to be Padam Padam <laughs> versus Eat Your Man, Nelly Furtado <laughs> versus Call On Me by BB Rexa. Right. And then John Summit and Hala can win best dance recording for Where You Are. There you that go. That is a war that I will fight alone. <laughs> Very alone. <laughs> yeah, this will oh, be alone. A, alone. Could be nominated. Up-tempo or they could get the remix. duo one. Yeah. The pop duo. I think that would be pop duo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this will be a bloodbath and there will be uh, (laughs) much fighting and throwing of chips and wine at gay Grammys watch parties when this category comes up. Perfect. Love it. (laughs) Know what I actually think should win? Crazy What Love Can Do with David Guetta and Becky Hill. Oh my God. And Ella Henderson. Mm -hmm, I do. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) This category was made for me, finally. Yeah, finally. You're welcome, everyone. Representation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh Well, speaking of uh, recipients of the Best Dance Recording Grammy, there was one, Once Upon a Time, who did make music. Yeah, probably her last one. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> she is now an indie actress, and... I believe she's somewhere <laughs> living with deep, deep regret. <laughs> I don't trust her. (laughs) 
my Stephanie Jeromato. She's given us all a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> For the loyal monsters who went to the Chromatica Ball and saw the drones flying around and the HD cameras recording them, they were alarmed to find that their HD footage from this tour has been used for Nurtech. <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored. I'm very honored to be in the presence of so many migraines. How much of a gag would it be if next week we were like, Nurtech, sponsored by Nurtech? Okay, can I say something though? Did you reach out? No, <laughs> but migraines do suck. So I, I was get like, them. wait a minute. I know she, I was intrigued because I also get them. Yeah, bad so. too. Yes. Yeah, I lose my vision. So that's a scary thing that happens. Oh, that is scary. So, uh, and she loses her ability to record albums. So it's terrible. <laughs> um, she, and I guess posts about pride on Instagram because the girls are not happy with her social media content lately. There was also, did you see this moment from Justin Tranter? The architectural digest or whatever of his house? No. Oh, that also happened i saw he has a really nice house oh yeah did you see that no oh <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, thought that. Yeah. I justin tranter did one i saw rupaul's well in a deleted comment justin tranter who of course worked with gaga from the very beginning was very instrumental in or like they they came up together and at the time of uh his band and all of that and he became a very successful songwriter wrote and deleted she never cared about lgbtq people ever we were always pawns in her game she called herself the fame monster when people tell you who they are believe them no yep is this real or is yeah. this like fake no it's real <gasps> the lgbtq plus community the artistic community i oh oh also yeah he did do um this is his house oh architecture digest um well <laughs> I the, to me it feels very personal and it feels like there's a lot of backstory that we don't know about there. So uh, that's just a note that we have that happened. <clears throat> this is not coming from me, by the way. This this was a big hoopla on in her comments. Yeah, on I saw it too. The girls were like, "You're gonna give us house labs and Nurtech and not say anything about Pride Month." Okay, everyone. Breaking news, actually. Breaking news Psych. update. And we caught her. <laughs> we got her. We were minding our business. Yeah. Having a lovely dinner. This is future us. This is future yeah. us, by the way. Uh, we're fed. And uh, we were strolling back, and I noticed a new tweet. No, Instagram post <sighs> from Stephanie. Oh, she has spoken. She's spoken. Forget and- everything we just said. She, literally forget everything we just said. She is contemplative. She is sitting in front of an edit of Chromatica Bowl. And she said, I wanted to share a more personal moment with you today. I know I haven't been doing a lot of that lately. And some of you are really longing for me to share more of my artistic process. I've been experiencing my creativity ever since last summer in a really special and private way. I wrote and produced music for a special project. I prepared for months developing my character for Joker. I filmed Joker for many months, a very introspective time. I've been running my startup, House Labs, doing philanthropic work. And additionally, I've been working on the Chromatica Ball film edit. 
I can say for the first time in many years that my love of making art, music, fashion, and supporting community has never been more fulfilling. I may not be sharing as much of myself online as I have in the past, but I hope you know this time to myself has been extremely healing and recharging for my heart, mind, body, and creativity to create within myself and to have a personal life that's just for me. I'm sure that may feel different because I haven't always been so private. I bet that will make some of you laugh. But I love my fans, my little monsters, so much, and that will never change. I can't even begin to describe how much our global community inspires me every day to bring as much joy as I can to your lives. Here's a photo of me working on the Chromaticopal film edit. That's a frame from the film behind me. I can't wait for you to experience it. Thank you for being willing to grow with me so that I can change and transform with the community I love so much. I hope you all love the things I've been creating for you, and I hope this is a small reminder to you of my deep passion and commitment to art. I think it's a good statement. It's a good statement. It's also, there's some new tea working on writing and producing music for a special project. I don't think we knew about that, unless it's the Joker soundtrack, which feels likely. Preparing the character for Joker, filming Joker, House Labs, and the Chromatica Ball film edit, which is happening. So I think that was a big, a big confirmation for people that wanted that. I am upset that at the end she said, and now I've got to go because I got a big migraine. <laughs> I wish she said that. Oh, that would have been funny. Yeah. My head hurts. My head hurts. <laughs> I think something that's interesting about Gaga, mm. because something that also went viral this week was the thread of her performing Just Dance yeah, at all of those mm-hmm. clubs. She promoted like the hunger that she had when yeah. she first started out yeah. performing at clubs and bars and Fire Island and Bus. the new Now Another Next. Club. Yeah, like, Another club. She really was like on the ground. She sure was. In a way that a lot of other artists haven't done. Mm-hmm. And I think what's interesting is like Gaga is a global superstar now. Mm-hmm. She's not your Just Dance sweetie who can like kiki with the girls at a dive bar. She is a mega star now. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's probably an element of like, I don't know how to describe it. Boundaries as a superstar and not being able to be amongst the the locals. Well, I will throw myself under the bus quick because I remember during fame... Not the Born This Way Foundation bus (laughs) running you over. (laughs) I remember at one point being mad at her in like the fame monster, whatever era, when the concert was like 150 or like 200 bucks, mm-hmm. which back then was like a shocker. Like, mm-hmm. if only we knew how good we had it. Ugh. And being like, I remember when she was at Terminal 5 and she said she would never charge more. You know, she would always keep her tickets affordable. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. I just feel like there's probably a, I don't know. Well, I think she's a bitch. <laughs> no, I think I think I'm she... just gonna read one tweet that went viral. Did you see this tweet? No. Okay, so every tweet now is like a prompt. It's like so Facebook. Yeah. Now, Chain and it letters. said, "What is something Lady Gaga fans are too scared to admit?" And someone quote retweeted it. It's like Keely, and said that she's not their friend and is a matured woman who is completely over the parasocial relationship that she had with her fans. Well. And it has four and a half thousand likes. I also think it's like completely fine that she put everything into Joker and like the acting and stuff and didn't, just wasn't very visible on social. 
It's like yeah. not that catastrophic. She did a big movie, so she wasn't around that much. And she is seemingly working on the Chromatica Ball. Edit. I mean, this probably kickstarted the release date a few months. She's probably like, all right, it's coming out sooner than we thought. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel. I just think she's in a different league now in her career. She yeah. can't like, it's, I mean, we can't have this conversation where we're like understanding of Selena Gomez when she's like, I don't want to be on social media. I have, you know, the wise yeah. older woman who does all my social media for me. I can't do this for my mental health. Yeah. But then we we say to Gaga, oh, how dare you not log in <laughs> and add us? It's like, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be... I guess I just didn't... Well, I'm not, like, a stand standby. I don't we think, used to be. I just we didn't... We had our moments. I, I just don't think I ever noticed that it wasn't... Me neither. Uh, that it was a bad thing or that it was, like, not... The, like, I don't know. Who wants to post anymore at all? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, for me, I was surprised. At and like the, everyone does makeup. Like we've yeah. joked, we're like, uh, who's next? Right. It's surprising to me that uh, people were as outraged as they were. Felt like she hasn't been gone long enough to merit that kind of outrage. No. Like she is editing the DVD and yeah, finished a, a stadium tour and seemingly a massive blockbuster movie. Yeah, and seemingly did the soundtrack for it or or another project. She just said so. Wow, look at us here, little monsters, little monster defenses, up and out. We are taking the arrows, and uh, she slumbers. Mm-hmm. We are I'm on the front lines. The a thousand doves out. Yeah, to peck all of your little your little keyboard <laughs> little warriors. keyboard <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and I especially, I've always been anti-fan, as we know. I especially don't think she has to maintain that parasocial relationship. Like, no. and like, yeah, I, I think when you lean into, I think you it can more, appreciate that moment in time. Yeah, like yeah. how cool that, like Gaga having that epic run of like all those dive bars is so cool and unique to mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. and her story. But yeah. it's not going to be like that forever, right? Fast forward five. <laughs> 10 years from now when BB Rex is a massive stadium selling mm-hmm. artist, we're going to be like, wow, wasn't that so cool that we right. one time with her in that bar that one time? Yeah, exactly. Same thing. <laughs> I, I just think, I think that it's weird on, well, people are bored. It was never that serious. Yeah. Is it ever? Um, sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe. <laughs> it is that serious, you know, when Nicole teases her name is Nicole. Uh, why do we have to bring that up? Uh, but otherwise, you know, I think that ultimately the monsters are going to remain well-fed very soon. I think you're going to get a movie, likely a soundtrack or something else, and the DVD really soon. So, like, shut up. And maybe she'll enter the best jazz album uh, category exactly. at this point. New alternative jazz album. She's coming. She heard that category announcement and she got to work. Also, so many people dragged Chromatica. So, like... Yeah, what do you want from her? She gave you new music, and a lot of you trashed it, even though it's her second best album. So, <laughs> well... Do you think she's going to want... She's <laughs> clamoring to go do another album so you could drag her again? I don't think so. I don't know. Justice for fucking Chromatica. It got weird, and it's all because of a Nurtech ad. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> like, it got so weird. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah, it was Paola, like, SpawnCon. Okay. People are like, this is it. This is it. I've never, I, oh, whatever. Yeah, she should have, they should have synced the two together. Maybe. Oh, maybe, yeah. Like when Serena does her migraine ads, uh, yeah. they'll use like US Open footage 
but it's like all it happens at the same time. So like I definitely think this photo of her in front of the DVD edit would have been to post that first and then the ad. There we go. Everyone would have been fine. You just world peace. Right. Just like clarification that it is coming first Mm -hmm. because to have it only be in an ad probably was very infuriating for like the stands. Oh, Oh my God. Well, thank you for uh, this late breaking update or listening to this late breaking update. We finally caught something in time. We did barely, just barely, Barely. literally walking by your door being like, I know we were like, Oh, (laughs) Oh, not a something more personal Uh. essay. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's go upstairs. But it was, yeah. Fortunately we had time before. Well, yeah. Well, yes. All right. Well, yes. Keep listening to the episode now. Yeah. And stream a thousand doves after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You never did anything wrong, Gaga. I don't think she I don't, did. I don't think she did. The only thing she ever did wrong was Joanne and Cheek to Cheek. And a thousand doves acoustic. Oh, yeah. Well, That's fine. We can have an emotional moment. Also, I was really mad when she did that like Alejandro video, but like, it's fine. Why? I don't know. I thought she was copying Madonna and I was like... <laughs> Please, I'm quoted. I'm like, like quoted in the Guardian as one of the first people to call "Born This Way" express yourself. They like used my <laughs> statement in their art. Whatever. We don't, yeah. have to, we don't have to go back to that dark place. It's reductive. I know. I remember dancing to it at the bar once, and someone's like, "Oh, you know every word." I <laughs> thought you didn't, and I was like, "I, you know, it's just it was fun." So. <laughs> oh God! Now I'm gonna have to play all of "Born This Way" at the bar tonight. Do it. Yeah. Honestly, Electric Chapel, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Well, yes. Um, back to whatever our opinion was yeah. like <laughs> an hour and 15 minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, I, first of all, we need to actually get into this ad because it's iconic. The shot of her that says actual patient. We're blessed. You know, some people accused ex Dina of copying Gaga back in the day. And I would just like to say <laughs> how the tables have turned. Who did Oreos first? Oh. Extina. Uh, Who did actual patient yeah. <laughs> promo on Instagram That's first? Right. Who took Big Pharma's check first? <laughs> <laughs> the Zeman Chanteuse herself. Exactly. Some may be inspired. And I would say very different reactions. I would say people are applaud, applaud, applauding Extina, and they're like, fine, get it, queen. I don't know that this went over that well. I would say it definitely didn't. The Gaga, Nurtech. Especially because she used Chromatica Ball footage for it. I'm obsessed with the voiceover that's like, oh, you, uh, you know, side effects may include dizziness, nausea, whatever, as she's like playing. <laughs> side effects may include never listening to my music ever yeah. again after you see this. I was like, oh, now they tell us about the Chromatica Aurea side effects. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, hilarious and a big what the fuck at the same time. Yeah. Cut to us next week. Nurtech sponsored by <laughs> I can finally see clear. I can see clearly now. <laughs> but I will say those migraines, they do suck. Ugh, awful. I hate that. Awful. So, you know, if uh, little monster migraine medication works, maybe I will dabble. You know. She's in her actrice mode. Maybe this is all an elaborate Harley Quinn joke. <laughs> A cruel, cruel joke. I don't know. I did find it funny, and that is most important. It really is just funny. <laughs> I like, think it is just funny. Yeah. So, uh, Nurtech, available at a pharmacy near you, probably. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Well, someone else who has been bullied 
out of being a pop star. Yep, that's true. Addison Rae yes. has released a new commercial for Final Fantasy. Still can't believe this is real. This is very Mariah with that God of Wars, mm-hmm. whatever, game. Yes, Addison Ray, known gamer, <laughs> it did a collab with Final Fantasy, including a commercial for it. Emphasis on fantasy. Everybody this has is one. Literally, the Britney Spears fantasy. There was a hunter and a goddess. Yeah. Like uh, it's Elizabeth Arden, almost to call a your tea, lawyers frame by frame. The Square Enix versus Elizabeth Arden lawsuit <laughs> that is about to go down. But I have to say, I stand because you know someone there <laughs> pulled out the Britney yeah. commercial and was like, and my brain just wants me to believe that it was Addison that was like, I want to do yeah. fantasy and pay homage to like the Britney fantasy commercial. She is a diehard, so it would not be a surprise. Yeah, so I stand. She's like, I have a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how there's fantasy in the title of this game? <laughs> Have you guys heard of fantasy? I've never played the game, but I do know about fantasy. <laughs> there was a goddess and a hunter. <laughs> Ugh, it's like I can literally play it in my brain. I know. In that fucking tree. Oh. Yeah. Her first body double, honestly, wasn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Long story there. It goes back. It's all the way back, but get that coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like all the girls are. And I would just like to remind everyone that you will not see heaven for bullying her out of being a pop star because those songs are so good. I saw one of those like pop tings or pop crave or whatever. Oh yeah, there's so many now. Tweeting, oh, it's the two year anniversary of Obsessed. And I was like, um, Bob, first of all, you're not allowed to celebrate that. All of you bullied her when she performed it. None of you. Wait, I was, I bullied her at first. Yeah, well, for like a month. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is stuck in my head. <laughs> like, I think I bullied the first song for like a week. And I was like, ew, what is this? Right, and then I was right. like, oh. Right. And then she performed on Fallon, ate everyone up. Ate and everyone I was up. like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But this revisionist history, like everyone was along for the ride from the beginning. I'll t- I'll let you know. Yeah. We were in the trenches. <laughs> Shout out to the song Chords That Cry by <sighs> Addison Ray, that demo. Yeah. On repeat this week. That's your new music recommendation. Addison Rae Jepsen, honestly, like very. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. <laughs> Addison Rae Jepsen. Uh, the whole unreleased album—it's crazy. Yeah, sure yeah. is. Well, speaking of uh, another queen with an unreleased album, <laughs> all the girls have just given up. Honestly, relatable. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Tanache, mm-hmm. as some may say, Tanasha. Right. If you get it, you get it. If you get it, you get it. Gave a shout out during a Pitchfork interview. I could not like pinpoint the date of this, but it was going around on like Tanache Now. I think it's recent. But I couldn't find the link to the full video. She just did a showcase performing new music. Oh. So I think this is all amping that up. Okay, Slay. So yeah. Tanache shouted out Bossy by Lindsay Lohan. And there's that unreleased album we were talking about. I mean, hello? Spirit in this the Dark. Is a place for legends. When we say legends, to quote Paris, mm-hmm. when I say legends only, I mean, all caps, legends only. I just saw a lawsuit coming yeah. from that. <laughs> Cease and desist yeah. slides through the door. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Say it again, I dare you. <laughs> yeah. She this spilled. makes me feel, oh, there was something else I wanted to say publicly. Mm-hmm. 
hearing Tanache, who has taste. Yes. Shout out Bossy by Lindsay Lohan, which is a song that we almost got kicked out of a bar once for mm-hmm. requesting bullying the DJ to keep to play. Yeah. Makes me feel like I have taste and that we have taste. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Also, I'll do it by Heidi Montag now having over 14 million streams on Spotify in the year 2023. Mm-hmm. If everyone would look back at everything we've been saying, praying, preaching, praying, and saying, yeah. I just feel validated. It's very, I vindicated. Just, it really brings me back to when the album came out and the Fighting 500 the people who bought it on iTunes and all 500 <laughs> of us feel very vindicated right now. We need to unite. We need to unionize. We and do have need to unionize. Event. Yeah. A superficial album release party. Yeah. Just bring your <laughs> iTunes receipt to enter. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a fun party. It really would be. There's absolutely people listening to this podcast who are like one of the 500 that bought it. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know. We did not pay off that $2 million cost of the album, but maybe this stream eventually will. I wonder if she has. I mean, it's she definitely probably has. well, from the music, I don't know if. She's recouped. <laughs> She's got it from what was it? Cosbox or what? Cosbox oh. or whatever. <laughs> also not sponsored, but if you if you right. get it, you get it. Like in general, yes, I'm sure she's recouped the money, but I'm not sure it's from the music. So, do you guys love clubbing? Are you dancers? Yeah, this was from. Oh, this interview was with them, not Pitchfork, actually. Oh, but this was because they asked her queer anthem you're requesting from the DJ, and she said "Bossy" by Lindsay Lohan. Bob I think this taste. is another underrated gem. I think it would really turn the party up. She is correct. She is correct, and I know that Tanache was down in the stand trenches back then. Like she, she gets it. She, she does. She get gets it. it. Well, stream two on. Stream two on. You know who else was two on this weekend? This past weekend. Oh, who? She's just the right amount of on, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Mariah, darling, performed at LA Pride. Now, LA... You won. Yeah. You really won. I don't actually know. I said this before. I don't know what's going on with New York. Yeah. What is... Well... It's not shade to Christina because that's iconic, but like, we should have more. Like, it shouldn't just be Christina. Well, some would argue both directions of that argument, but... <laughs> <laughs> I can just, I know the fighters that I know, mm-hmm. and they don't take kindly to... <laughs> to more people being invited to the celebration? Okay, yeah. that's fair. But like, um, LA had Carly, Grace Jones, Mariah Carey, like... Megan. Megan. They went all Megan out. the Stallion, not like M3gan. M3gan was there in the crowd, but <laughs> you no, know, you're right, and... I think part of it has to do with the fact that they have like competing prides. They have like WeHo Pride, LA Proper City Pride mm-hmm. or something. I don't know what all the drama is with that. And I don't know what's going on over here, but I do feel like it's weird. I think yeah. the vibe is weird over here. East Coast, West Coast, that discourse. You guys won this one. Yeah, <laughs> You might have won the battle, but not the war. <laughs> yeah, You won Pride. <laughs> you win the climate change. Mm-hmm. Are they winning the climate change? Oh, for this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But the, the the volcanoes and us sawing them off and and the the fault lines. I don't yeah, know. we're waging the war. We're oh my waiting. god! <laughs> also, by the way, shout out to the Discord. If you are a supporter of our Patreon, you can join the Discord, mm-hmm. and we <laughs> it's lively discourse in the Discord. But shout out to Sean who finally joined the Discord, longtime listener, and just posted the New Yorker article that was titled. 
the earthquake that will devastate the Pacific Northwest, like literally just showed up into the Discord, dropped this article, mm-hmm. and I was and ran. <laughs> and everyone was like, to the East oh. Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Loved uh, that. Yes. That's the kind of energy we're looking for. Yes. Well, before the fault line situation, also, nobody fucking posts that. There's that uh, Quake movie that has Kylie Minogue in it. What? There's a movie, a disaster movie. I think The Rock is in it. The Day After Tomorrow? Like that. And Kylie dies in it. Oh. It upsets me. (laughs) I legitimately am unsoothed when I see that clip. I hate it. It was posted on the Discord. I hate it. Wait, I've never seen this. What is she like performing all the lovers? And then like... (laughs) She's like this bitchy diva. And she's like... they're, They're like running around. The earthquake is happening. And... She's like, where the fuck do we go? And like, she turns around real quick and the camera cuts back and it, you realize she accidentally went all the way. She fell in. The, bu- <laughs> like the building. The earth? Yes. Oh, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's very upsetting. I hate it. <laughs> Tidal wave hits. And ba- she's like, basically, the building's falling apart and she like falls with the building. Oh. I don't like it. Mm-mm. It's like when Paris dies in House of Wax. That too. I don't, well, that was a little oh, when more Britney iconic. dies in Austin Powers. That's true. Yeah. I don't like it at all. Across the board. <laughs> don't want to see that. No. Does Rihanna survive Battleship? I don't know. I didn't watch that Me one. Me either. Or Ocean's 13. She was in that one too, right? Did BB Rexa survive in that <gasps> Queendom? spy Queen movie? Pins? I don't know. We need a list. We need yeah. a master list of queens of pop <laughs> who live or die in their movies. This to is know a whole what to deep watch. dive. This is. There are listicles about queens of pop in movies yeah yeah well anyway oh my god by the way on the plane ride back from london i watched john wick 4 which has rena sawayama oh yeah oh she slayed she like uh, slayed like killed people or like literally figurative like she was great oh she could be an action star she was an action star in that movie um i was shook because like that's a pop star in my mind and yet she was acting and doing very crazy fight choreography and killing a lot of men as she should as she should i was very impressed i highly recommend it and i knew nothing about john wick i just went straight into four and i got the gist pretty quick it's like a man fighting men oh you you know you don't need to know a lot (laughs) i got it real quick and uh yeah she was a she was a fighter into that so so now you know if you ever want to if you're bored one day and you want to watch that i highly recommend it because it was really excellent the movie that kylie is in i just looked it up is called san andreas oh that's a fault line Mm -hmm. that would make sense earthquake disaster movie yeah didn't care for that scene not one bit tell you that much hey you learn something new every time you listen to this podcast i learn something new every time i talk (laughs) you do you certainly do unfortunately sometimes but yeah well, back um, to uh, so back to the Billboard back. number one song, <laughs> just difficult to get. Mariah was at LA Pride, and she had quite the introduction with "Obsessed." First of all, we need to talk about she themed it for her audience, to say the least, with the grinder. Like, hey, hey, so hey. you there? Hey, <laughs> why are you so obsessed with me? I Lord, <laughs> let me count the ways. It's it's somebody who knows their audience, and that was incredible. That was a great visual. 
if you didn't see it, there's a, a fake grinder exchange happening on the screens. And Mariah's eventually like, why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah, it's just someone messaging, hey, hey, hi, hey. hey. Do you ever have that happen? On both ends of the spectrum. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. You do not leave a hey, hi, hey, hey, hey over the- I am guilty. Over the- No, I don't- how- Okay. Oh, see, this is the problem with always trying to be honest. I'm sweating. I'm scared to ask you- how many highs before you give up. Mm, two or three. Okay, that- but I'm talking about the ones that's like, I don't, oh. oh God. <laughs> hey, hi. Hey. There's one person, it dates back to like years. Every couple of months they try again. Oh. I like it. <laughs> it's like, it's like just checking in again. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Whatever. It's. Sometimes you're the one getting the flame emoji reaction. Sometimes you are giving that reaction. And we've all been on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. In any case, Mariah did that, and she also did my personal Mariah favorite. I think it is my number one, my all. She started out in Espanol, and she got probably six or seven words in before she went, all right. <laughs> gave up. <laughs> she gave up and went back to English. Really incredible moment. I've heard mixed reviews of the show, not because of her. I heard that the girls who were more further in the back couldn't hear it all but that's a logistics issue with the sound system, which is unfortunate. But I heard people, yeah, obviously a lot of lambs loved it. Let us know what you thought if you were there. I loved the look. Loved the look. I loved when she had to get an adjustment. She said, oh, can't she took breathe. the piece off. <laughs> Darling, I need a moment. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Was that the same designer who did the piece for Beyonce? Oh, you And Rihanna? Like, you know how Rihanna Stepparelli? had that, um, that, breastplate that yeah. was red and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyonce has one for Renaissance tour mm. and now Mariah had that she took it off right. but she had a good question a plate she's like I can't breathe you can't <laughs> breathe in the meantime watch this video of what you made for me go viral in 2022 and 2023 mm. what did go viral in the past year that's a wrap that's a wrap it's a wrap that's yeah. right that's right it's a wrapper uh, yep wrap it up <laughs> Well, we hope everybody had a fun time at LA Pride. Ours is impending. I mean, it's been going on, arguably, all month already. But the official one is at the end. If we survive. Yeah, we're making our way through. We sure are plowing through. <laughs> Some, Some of, of us. us. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, back. Uh, we have something important to discuss that you brought to my attention. I was shocked that it was you who brought it to my attention. Yeah, well, speaking of icons only. Yes. As you may or may not know, I am a big fan of Fudgy the Whale. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just completely took a, a dive. We talk about legends yeah. on this podcast, and I don't know a greater legend. Now casting our next icon, Carvel Ice Cream announces, <laughs> Help! Cookie Puss and Fudgy the Whale are looking for a lifelong friend to join our iconic cast of characters. Meet the contestants and vote now. Hold on a second. Okay. Who the fuck is Cookie Puss is she... what I want to know. What is that? Who is she? Are those eyeballs? Is that a, like, what is she? Cookie Puss has been around. She's a clown. <laughs> That's a clown. <laughs> Hello, my name's Cookie Puss. Yay. <laughs> I-, I believe she's a clown. She has like a ice cream nose. 
She was in Are those hands? She was introduced in the 1970s. Oh. The cake is fashioned with a clown face, knew it, <laughs> with cookies for eyes and an ice cream cone nose. According to the backstory for the character, Cookie Puss is a space alien who was born on planet birthday. <laughs> oh. Her original name was Celestial Person, but the initials <laughs> CP later came to stand for Cookie Puss. Oh my god. What? <laughs> you know what? Fudgy didn't require backstory. She's because had a longer career than Madonna. I, so she has. We need to put some respect we do need on to put, Cookie Puss's name. We do. When she drops her debut single, it's kind of over. Yeah, CP1. CP1 <laughs> incoming. Um, in the media, she has been she was the focus of the Beastie Boys debut single Cookie Puss. <laughs> oh my <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> She has been in the media. She has been around for a while. But for me, she's just not that girl. No. It's only been about Fudgy the Whale, obviously. I get Miss Fudgy every birthday at this point. Ice cream cake. I'm sorry. She just... When did Fudgy's first single premiere? She had actually started in the the 1970s as well. She debuted with Cookie Puss. I'll give her that. (laughs) Cookie Puss. But... Now, do you do you know the, the the trick with Fudgy the Whale that if you rotate her ninety degrees counterclockwise, uh, what you what directions that up or left? <laughs> <laughs> you can then decorate it as a head to be the Easter Bunny's ears or the Santa Claus's tassel. What? Yeah, Hold if on you turn second. if you this turn is, her okay. around, turn around. Okay, I Look. have Fudgy open. You can turn her around and turn her into Santa Claus if you want. Like, you decorate her sideways. Okay, the Santa Claus is reaching. It's definitely reaching, but, like, I get what they're trying to do. Where's the rabbit? The, uh, oh, the Easter Bunny one is... I kind of see that. It's like, she's got, like, a little hunchback. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, she's (laughs) multi-purpose. I only like her as a whale. She has been featured... In The Office, The Simpsons, Mystery Science Theater 3000. I'm sorry, but she's kind of that girl. She tasted delicious. She's fucking delicious. Every time somebody's like, I don't get why you like that cake. And then I, they are blessed to be at my birthday celebration in some year. They have the cake and they're yeah. like, I get it. She had a fucked up eye, but... She did, yes. Tasted good. Sometimes they don't get the eye quite right. No. The Caravel fudgy artist. The Caravel. <laughs> As Delta work, Delta work would have had something to say about she that would fudgy have, the whale and she her absolutely, fucked up eye. She absolutely would have dragged that cake artist. I don't know what was going on in Carvel <laughs> cake, cake artistry, cake that, artistry day. that day. All over the fudgy the whale. Yeah, the eye was something. But you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't. But I do need to judge, which is exactly what I'm going to do. A new character is coming in 2024, which I'm already like, we don't need it. But there are three candidates. Fudgy shaking. Fudgy, how dare you? She is a legend, and these girls can't compete where they can't compare. I also don't visualize this very well. We have three candidates. Coney Carl. Oh, he's cute. He's literally just a cone of ice cream. Like, you make that already. So, like... Now, is it a cake, or is it... He's going to be a cake. Okay, That's they're going to s- struggle with the details like, on that, though. I'm like... I feel like they're going to struggle for all of these. Uh, Coney Carl is a New York history buff, was featured in the Smithsonian. Oh. Birthday Memorial Day 1934, likes long strolls on the boardwalk, favorite color, cream. 
These are some fun facts to try <laughs> try and get you on her side. <laughs> of the three, I do want to say the next one is my pick. Crunchy Munchy Monster. Oh, look at her. I do think there's promise. The birthday was late years ago. He's afraid of the dark. He's Cookie Puss's biggest fan, which does put me off. <laughs> uh, crunchy on the outside, sweet and soft on the inside. He's a misunderstood mutant. I, I feel like... Very you. I feel like I'm going... <laughs> This girl, she needs to get the fuck out. Sunny Sprinkles. Oh, she's <laughs> colorful. She is. She says her age is only a number, but probably 1967 is her okay, birthday. Mariah. Exactly. <laughs> she's known to pop up at parties unannounced. She radiates sunshine and positivity, and her mission is spreading compliments and sprinkles. <laughs> Wait, she... why am I going to vote for her? I knew you would be a Sunny Sprinkles stan. I'm so <laughs> mad right now. We will put these on somewhere on the internet, but... Okay, if this <laughs> cake artists can't make an eye and a smile, how are they going to make Little Miss Sunny Sunshine to sparkles? Be, to be honest, any of them. I looked at them and I was like, how are you... The whale already was giving you a problem. Yeah. I Crunchy Mungy Monster will be a feat if yeah. they can make that. I don't know. But have you gotten to know the characters trying to join the Carvel Dream Team? Swipe right. And find out more about these fo- frozen friends. Wow. <laughs> I haven't looked at the... I'm looking at the comments now, and there's a lot of love for Sunny Sprinkles. I'm, I'm so her. fucking pissed. I'm going to be the one vote that tips her over to the top. You are. You absolutely are. Coney Carl, I'm so sorry, but you literally exist already. Like, you are... Yeah, like, just get an ice cream Your ice cream already. And put googly eyes on it. Yeah. But this is something near and dear to my heart. Um, I will accept them, but I will not call them great. <laughs> Until I taste them and see how they are. Even with our cakes, the new generation, Gen Z is coming every step of the way. There's some girl trying to trip you down the (laughs) stairs, coming up the stairs for you, or the the frozen conveyor belt, really. Yeah. Fudgies celebration (sighs) tour incoming. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, God. Oh. The Whale Eras Tour. (laughs) (laughs) Sea Shanty Tour. I can't. Big Hookie Puss, you can stay home. Anyway. Wow. That's the late breaking news in Frozen Desserts. Speaking of characters, though. Yeah, these are not the only animals that are (laughs) on our necks. Taking our jobs. Yeah. Yeah, we're over. We are. Um, it's, it's official. Not icons only. <laughs> it is going to be this next legend. Peppa, Peppa Pig, Pig has announced that she is starting a podcast. Yeah, we were tagged a lot in this news to let us know that we're over. We are. Um, pack your. Somebody said, "Pack your bags." <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't disagree. Well, I actually have an exclusive. Uh, a Legends Only exclusive. Are you her co-host? No. Oh. But she did call me. Stop it. Peppa called me and she left a voicemail. So I'm going to play it here <laughs> for everyone. Okay. Hello, Bradley and T-Con. You will be wanting to eat me for breakfast after I eat you up on the charts. It was called Legends Only, but there was no Legends there. <laughs> I'm sorry to your faves, but they could never. Good luck with your podcast. I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> that little ham Shit. bitch. It's bacon and eggs at brunch this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Jesus, she's bacon. Right. Bacon I'm to go to prison for that. <laughs> you absolutely are. Definitely. Yeah, This the, the AI takeover. Yeah. Get a good lawyer. Well, <laughs> Peppa Pig <laughs> is coming to Audible by way of the upcoming Peppa Pig She had an podcast. Audible sponsorship? She got an Audible. We're begging for scraps. <laughs> Literally. Throw us a piece of bacon. We're begging. Further details will be revealed later in 2023. They do not give you any details about what it'll entail. Emphasis on tail. We're <laughs> delighted to work with Hasbro to expand our family listening content with one of the most popular brands, Peppa Pig, says Audible. Wow. An entrepreneur. <sighs> well, she needs to promote PP3 somehow. She so. sure does. Yeah. Good luck. Bing bong zoo. More like bing bong who. <laughs> good luck How with the that? podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if she's going to have Susie on. Oh my God. What if, what if <laughs> Peppa Pig and Susie literally do like a Legends only? They literally could. Or they could have the same thing as the Sharknado showdown with Tara yeah. and Jenny McCarthy. Well, Susie. Oh my God. Good luck with Sharknado 19. It's going to be like Las Culturistas with Peppa and Susie. <laughs> We're all over. We really are. It's been It's been fun frenemies with peppa and uh-huh. Susie. that's a concept it is damn yeah well Susie's like fucking Ella. <laughs> <laughs> oh. wow well peppa you can keep oinking your way on the audible charts but one thing your podcast does not have is a little segment that we like to call high fashion <laughs> Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Wait, didn't they do like a collab with like Balenciaga? Yeah, there was something. I, I, I'm upset. But you know what? We've got some other legends who hit the runway. Yeah, and the pages of the glossy magazines that still exist. There was a lot of fashion. There wasn't a lot of music. No, honestly, it's a new theme of this pod. It really is. is. A pop culture podcast about legends. Pop who queens formerly... who don't make pop music. <laughs> and we still stand. We do. Hilary Duff is on the cover of the Shape Innovation issue. Ooh. Where she spoke out about her busy schedule and things she's doing and more importantly, not doing. She just wrapped uh, How I Met Your Father. I think the, the latest season of that. And she spoke out about, you know, the clamoring for the Lizzie McGuire reboot and the new music. Now, she did say that she is still open to the idea of the Lizzie revival. She said, never say never, basically. But she is adamant about not wanting to be 40 playing Lizzie McGuire. So basically, there's like five years left for them to make it happen before she's over it. Well, get to work. Get to work. (laughs) Disney Plus. As for getting to work in the studio, she also had this to say. She talked about her husband, Matthew Coma, who makes an icon music, uh, but didn't really seem to be so into that. When it comes to what's next, Duff definitely has her eye on shooting a movie and producing, but is on the fence about new music projects. Her last album, Breathe In, Breathe Out, was eight years ago, though she's <sighs> broached the subject with Coma. I don't really have plans to, but I don't have plans not to. This is mental warfare. I feel bad for the little Duffsters who are who really go hard for her because 
What is she doing? She does look fabulous on this cover, though. She is low-key a Shape Magazine queen. She is a Shape Magazine right? queen. Like she's always doing Shape One Magazine. One thing she's going to do is go on the cover of Shape and tell you how she likes to sear her steak and use a trainer to work out, but she won't use the treadmill that's in her room alone. Oh. She only likes to work out with her trainer. I don't know if that's like an insurance or liability thing where she's afraid to hurt herself, but hmm. that's interesting, right? Honestly, she has more Shape Magazine covers than album covers she at this point. <laughs> she does. But yeah, she uh, talked about training and cooking and being a mother and living, loving and laughing. And to be honest, as somebody who did escape the, the pitfalls and perils escape, escape of uh, teen stardom, she really does have a healthy, balanced, wonderful life. So I can't really blame her for wanting to keep it cool. And not, yeah, me neither. So it's she's kind of saying, yeah, but we will still be mad about it. Oh, well, maybe after 10 years of breathe in, breathe out, she'll do something. Yeah, they could do something with remixes for like, like when they did greatest hits and they remixed Come Clean. Yeah. And it was like, wasn't it called like 2005 version or something? Yes, <laughs> we need the 2025 version. Um, that's a that's when it'll be ha- nice. Well, but... I doubt it. It's reasonable at this point. There's no way she's doing 2023 anything. So no, here we go. Come clean 2025. Hey, still coming clean. Stems. Yeah, <laughs> it gets cleaner. Well, hopefully our air does. Oh, it's uh, not. <laughs> it's another smoke puff on its way from Canada. What did you call me? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I. <laughs> speaking of Canada, actually, there is a Canadian on the Drag Race runway, and other drag queens. Actually, this is my pivot. There was a little Night of a Thousand challenge on the latest, on the latest, on the latest drag race called Night of a Thousand Grace Jones. I did get a lot of DMs and messages and texts. I was aware. I watched. I was bracing for the worst because we know that their Night of a Thousands have gone left before. Yeah. Kimono Gate with Madonna using the Getty images for Beyonce. Beyonce. But the the nice thing with Grace is all of her outfits are just her stepping out and going to events. So like her iconic looks often are on Getty. So to that end, I thought I was pleasantly surprised. I feel like a lot of them turned it out. Candy did do the damn thing, I will say. The the triangular sort of like bright shapes look was awesome. Jessica Wilde doing the Alaya, the hooded look was awesome. I liked most of them. Kahana was just like dressed as a Vegas showgirl. That was odd. But otherwise, they mostly nailed it. An homage to truly one of the most style icon, iconic looks ever person whose uh, outfits already are drag. So it like isn't hard to just look at her and be like, damn, I'll just do this outfit. Yeah. And then there was Jimbo's. It was actually not at all my favorite. And Jimbo is usually a big stunner on the runway, like very over the top looks. That was okay. Yeah. And then there was the fame games. What is going on with this season? I'm not watching, but I feel like I am seeing pure chaos. It's chaos. On my timeline. The girls are attempting to quit. A lot of them. Yeah, I... uh, Rue just had, in the most recent recent episode that just aired today... I saw this. She had the sit-down with them, and she said, you better shape the fuck up. A lot Uh of girls would want to be in this position. Because Alexis was kind of threatening. Kahana did start to pack her stuff. So she just walked in the workroom and she was like, let's straighten shit out. Oh, like quit the, the show, show like during production? Heidi already quit the production. 
Kahana said, you know what, this isn't for me, and started packing her bags. Alexis said, I don't know if a competition's right for me in her confessional. So Rue literally had to walk. Production was like, they're all jumping ship. You need to get in there and fucking spank them. So Rue, in a loving, kindly way, was like, release your, you know, anxieties and your inner saboteur. You came here for a reason. You deserve it. There's a lot of girls who would love to be in your position. Have fun with it. You're already here. And she kind of shook out the nerves of Kahana, who did end up getting eliminated that day anyway, and Alexis and everyone else. So, But I do think there was like a mutiny on, on the brink of happening. What does that word mean? Like a rebellion. Like oh. Not in the sense, I think there was just such a negative cloud in the workroom for whatever reason that's still playing out a year later that half of them truly were like on the brink of quitting and rebelling against production and leaving. I don't know exactly what happened. I don't feel like we've gotten the full story at all. They're still fighting on Twitter. Yeah, I... Kahana and Heidi are going back and forth. It's a mess, and it's also, like, not a great season, so it's kind of just whatever. I mean, Jimbo's just going to win, so it's kind of, like, uneventful. It's one of those all-stars where you're like, this is so obviously catered to and going to one person that it's just like, let's just speed this along. Got it. It's, like, not even close. I think they need to drop the elimination thing from All-Stars. Okay, so I'm a non-watcher of (laughs) All-Stars since, (laughs) as a non-watcher of All-Stars Because it moved. Season three. Yeah. I saw, because I follow Jimbo, because I'm obsessed with everything that, like, Jimbo's artistry, and I've literally never watched a single episode. Iconic. But the post that Jimbo did the other day where it was like, we're halfway through the season, here's all my looks, and Mm -hmm. it was like 25 Mm -hmm. looks. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, halfway? This is what you have, and you're only halfway. You have yeah. another half to do. Yeah. This is absurd. I was immediately thinking of Kasha Davis, mm. who got eliminated early. Yeah. And I was just like, how much does that suck? Oh, yeah. All to of have them. prepped all of that, and then you get fucking eliminated. Like, if you're going to make these queens show up with that. And that's why they came up with the fame games. I mean, it is a good consolation, at least, that they get to not only show it on the runway, but then the fans vote on it, and somebody's going to win, I think, 50,000. Or 100,000. Oh, how does that... So they get to still show their looks? Yeah. So that's the new addition to this season is that all the Eliminate Queens walk the runway in the after... In the... What do you call it? Yeah, the Untucked. You get to see the looks that they would have done for that week. And then at the end of the season, fans vote and somebody's going to win the fame game, which is who had the best looks of the Eliminated Girls. And they get a consolation prize of some amount of money. Interesting. So you do get to air it. It doesn't make the main episode, which is annoying. I wish they would tack that on. It's something versus just literally not being able to show it. Yeah. yeah. But I do genuinely think either we go to like the All-Stars winners format where you get to see everybody every week and somebody eventually wins, but at least you get to see everything or go back to Rue just doing the thing, which Alaska and Willem said you know, as much anyway. Like basically the show's going to go the way the show is anyway like why are you making the girls do it it's like not fun clearly there's a heavy hand in production as it is just have rue do it just have rue be the bearer of bad news yeah instead of making sure certain girls aren't in the bottom so that there's no way they could be eliminated certain songs are used so that girls are favored in the lip sync it's like what happened to fun what happened to fun what happened to like I don't know, doing We Break the Dawn in front of Michelle Williams. Yeah, what happened to just throwing a bunch of boxes of shit on the floor and telling them to make something out of it? I mean, we need to to bring it back to basics a little bit. Yeah. But... I still think 
4K TV ruined reality TV. That's a um, that's a different <laughs> hot take. But I think that <clears throat> 4K television ruined reality shows. Mm. It ruined Project Runway. Mm. It's caused issues with Drag Race. Right. Yeah. There's something to that for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely see very close up. But then it makes the audience be like, oh, look at that seam. Or like, yeah. oh, look at this. on, And it's like, uh, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Like I saw people, um, I, there was like memes that were just like bullying um, Candy. Yeah. And bullying uh, Alexis Michelle. And I'm like, why are, this is. Hmm. It's all flop. It's very flop. Yeah. This is not their best all-star season, I don't think. Well, <laughs> um, slay. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, work. Okay, work. Well, any other fashion that you'd like to shout out? Yeah. Um, I want to shout out Janelle Monet. Oh. For the vinyl artwork of her new album. The Age of Pleasure. Because she opens it up and it is just her tits. Tits out. <laughs> slay! <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just, especially in the video of it. It's so good. I also will say, I feel like vinyl pressing album artwork mm-hmm. is starting to like rev up and like get really mm. interesting. Yeah. Rita Ora also yeah. showed off her vinyl of the of row three incoming. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like they put all the lyrics in it. And I'm like, interesting. It's like funny how we're going back to like literally album art. Yeah, every year but vinyl bigger. sales are going up, so yeah. I feel like it makes sense. Tangible. Yeah. I I know the artwork for this campaign has been quite tits out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know vinyls are not new. Yep, heard of it. Yeah, I'm yep. just, I, as I'm, like, rethinking what I just said, but I like that when you open People are putting up, more effort yes, into the packaging. Yes, there's more effort into the packaging yeah. than, like, some of my Britney vinyls that I have over there. Like, it's literally just, <clears throat> you know. Right. The glory one has all the the extra photos right. and the new cover, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. But yeah, good packaging. Yeah. Not sponsored either, but just <laughs> sponsored by Big <laughs> nothing, Vinyl. Nothing on here is. No. I just can hear Peppa Pig like laughing at us for her audible spawn con. Yeah, she's like, I can't relate. I'm getting a check <laughs> from all of these people. Uh, uh yeah. Well, speaking of not sponsored, oh for us, but for her. Mm. Normani is back. Yeah, that's true. I'm giving this high fashion, but also like slay and kind of new music coming soon. It's true. Um, Normani did a Bose headphones mm-hmm. collab where she gave a mini interview, talked about the debut that's coming. That's what these are. Bose. <clears throat> Bose. I'm wearing them right now. Just saying. I mean. Hello. Their quality. They, yeah, they're really good, actually. Yeah. Expensive. Expensive, but However, worth it. However, these things have lasted. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not well, getting in. <laughs> <laughs> as I give them like a free commercial. Mm-hmm. She also previewed a song called Candy Paint in this cool teaser where she's dancing like crazy uh, at the end of this. And yeah, she talked about the debut, which we are still perched for and waiting. A lot of pushbacks. A lot of label fuckery, a lot of personal stuff going on for yeah, her. Yeah, she talked about that. And I was like, okay, this adds a lot more context yeah. to... For anyone who didn't get the memo, not only did her mom have a second uh, breast cancer diagnosis and go through chemotherapy, but 
she reveals, and I do believe it was in this interview that it was the first time yeah. that her father was diagnosed with it a year after the chemo for her mother, which I can't even fathom. Yeah. And it does explain a lot of the radio silence and a lot of the like non-movement on the solo career. So I do think hopefully that will quiet the... There's definitely like a popular making fun of her kind of vibe on social about not debuting and the meme is that things are always late yeah and that definitely is true and there's definitely probably some label fuckery stuff and management fuckery but the personal life stuff also definitely explains some things. yeah i feel so, for her yeah but she looks incredible in this collab and i mean when it comes it comes we will be listening i'm a little normani stan i'm still waiting for it a I little normonster She's got the X factor. She does. Yeah, she can just fucking perform. I'm perched. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Well, you know, she's not the only member of Fifth Harmony that we are discussing this week. No. I think it's time for a little segment we like to call TikTok Talk. All Night Chanteuse. Mm-hmm. This should be nominated for the best pop dance <laughs> record. Allie Brooke. Mm-hmm. All Night. Mm-hmm. Fucking Bop. Mm-hmm. She is... On TikTok to clear up some rumors. Yeah, she's tired of them starting. From a video that came out three years ago. Yes. So maybe you haven't seen it. Maybe you have. There was a viral meme video of a girl singing to Celine Dion in a black SUV. Many thought that was Allie Brooke. Well, this goes a step further because there was the original video. Yes. Then someone CGI'd Celine closing the car window <laughs> on the girl yes. before she was done singing and then flipping the middle finger. Yes. Then it went around as Allie Brooke trying to sing to Celine Dion. Yes. And it just kept going. It kept going. Well, she's finally addressed the rumors three years later <laughs> with a sound just being like, I don't know where you got your information from. I don't know what your source is. So she finally, she's cleared that up. She also posted her like iconic the dance meme with like the yeah up. i would just like to say late breaking news while we were recording this an Uh-oh. hour ago she did a lip sync to padam padam <gasps> gay icon confirmed she did I'm some here choreo for Brooke. i know it i'm here for ali and i'm here for normani i know it all night is such and a fucking jane yeah we're in this together dun, 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 dun. if the pandemic didn't happen she would have had a festival moment and that would have been a massive hit i'm saying it so bold statements it's true there we go <laughs> well somebody else is on tour a uh i don't know about this this artist taylor swift is i guess on some an era's tour i'm not familiar but um one of our favorite tiktok heroes griff griff was in attendance at a recent show today i saw the taylor swift Aerith tour on fed filter field in chicago illinois taylor came out and flayed as always and then took a pedicab over to boys town and danced the night away on an iconic day we love and it looked so iconic <laughs> <laughs> fucking love that show he had fallen off my fyp for a yes. while and i think because my fyp is now all renaissance mm-hmm. and all eras tour i finally got a griff griff video today I saw the Taylor Swift Eras tour. I was so excited to see it. Soldiers Field in Chicago. I love that he gave us maybe one second of the tour and then immediately to Boys Town dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we love. Great. We love. We love. And just like twirling on this fellow twink. Good for him. Well, we've got some perhaps lesser known moments 
that might have hit your FYP. And if not, we will have them on our socials. Yeah. Are you on Mormon Cricket Saga talk? I am. Okay. I am. This is horrifying. This is legitimately horrifying. Disgusting. So long story short is this lady's house is covered in probably a million yeah. crickets. Yeah. And she's documenting the journey and talking about how her town has been taken over by Mormon crickets. Now, it's not like the crickets are Mormon, like the religion. They it's did just... knock at her door and they were like, can we talk to you about the, our Lord and Savior? Yeah. <laughs> it's like just the name of them, but horrifying. Like w- w- flamethrower. In my opinion, as bad, if not worse than spiders. Uh, not as, no. Maybe not I, as bad as spiders. This is not as bad. No, never mind. I'm so sorry. No. But they look like spiders. Like yeah. It looks disgusting. Um, they're big. Yeah. Just search Mormon cricket on tiktok mm-hmm. you'll see Mormon we're not posting this on our mood board not well people will unsub but yeah what would you do in this situation i'd move i <laughs> well, would move easy i absolutely would leave my home i would call whatever bug man needs to be called but i would not be living through it yeah that's... i would be crashing on a couch of someone well she said the whole town's taken over so where are you gonna go oh i'm getting out of town <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely booking a flight i'm taking cricket air to wherever I need to go. I'm going to Miami. I would not. I would be out so fast. I know myself. Yeah. I I don't know what I would do. I could not handle that. Put on some noise-canceling headphones and just start swinging. (laughs) Like, just go outside with a swatter or a broom. It also would make recording this podcast hilarious because every single moment would just be crickets. (laughs) Oh, I wonder if they make noise. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they do. Cricket noises. I actually find that relaxing. That is relaxing at night, but like, does it get to a level that is actually not relaxing? Probably, if it's that many. Yeah. You it's feel like a scary. tickle in your sleep and yeah. like, oh. No. No. Um, Next. I don't know if you're on this, but I'm on Italian pickpocket top. I got this on my FYP. Had no idea what the context was. Um, I don't know that there is more context other than there is somebody who is calling out the pickpocketers in Italy. Now, this is a problem with tourism and travel in, in many countries, I think. But I guess maybe especially in, in Venice, Italy, there's these girlies who will come up and try and snatch out of your purse, your phone, things like that. And this person has been calling them out and getting them on camera and yelling, attenzione, and like making them look like clowns and they're running away with their bags over their head. And So like, were they actually pickpocketers? Mm-hmm. Was, oh. Oh, yeah. And they're calling them out and I'm learning Italian in the process because she... Oh. Get her ass. Attenzione porseggiatrici. I think that means attention pickpocketer. Oh. So well, it's nice that there's an Italian speaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Attenzione, the migraine. I don't trust her. <laughs> nertek trizzi. <laughs> no, not nert- <laughs> How do you say nertek in Italian? <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, Italy's a hot topic this week. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's so niche, but yet that has millions of likes. And I think people are really uh, into the calling out of the pickpocketers. Good. It's just Gaga. She's like running with (laughs) Chromatica Ball merch bag. (laughs) (laughs) 
<sighs> well, I also have another find. Uh, speaking of legends out on stadium tours, this have is you deranged. seen? <laughs> this is so deranged. I when I hit play on this video, I was like, are, "What talk are you on?" I'm in a very dark place, but right now I am on transforming a chocolate egg talk. <laughs> There is an artist who is truly an artist. His name is Hulson, H-U-Y-L-S-O-N. Hulson? Maybe. But he does makeup on anything that comes his way, which includes hamburgers, macaroni, guacamole, and in Beyonce's case, a delicious chocolate egg. And at first, you're watching him apply the makeup, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like melting into it. But by the end of it, <laughs> the way it. that it looks exactly like her, it looks exactly like her in her Renaissance outfit. It's so good. We'll put Reg- it on social. Renaissance, if you will. <gasps> Renaissance. Reneg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a beautiful piece of art. I do hope it finds its way to her. And I do want to shout out, as we know, she is on the Renaissance tour. Oh, we need to we need to have we a Renaissance to tour moment because it's been a hot minute. It we has been to... a minute. There's been an update. Beyonce's manager, Blue Ivy, has been killing it on this tour, and it's been a whole evolution. Mm-hmm. At first, it was like a fun, cute cameo. Yeah, you could tell she was really she nervous. Was nervous, and now it's a full on part of the show. She comes out every time during Power, right? The from the Lion King soundtrack, right? And she has this moment where she breaks down dance break. This last week, she she Beyonce up. She really did. Um, this is the Blue Ivy tour featuring Beyonce at this point. Everyone is so proud of her, and it's like extremely cute to see. And this past week, the fans brought blue balloons, and they all lifted them up at the end of the performance. And there's this adorable, touching moment video that's going around where she is looking out into the crowd, and she goes, oh, and she like realizes it's for her, and she's like taken aback. It's so cute. Beyonce's looking on. Proud mother. Proud. It's so cute. Yeah, I hope that continues because that's been an amazing part. Somebody wrote in the comments like, "Oh, it's Beyonce giving Blue Ivy a summer job for me, like finding a a summer activity for her." (laughs) It actually is true, though. What else are you gonna do? Give her, give her something to do (laughs) while you're out on tour. It's Um, so cute. And I believe, if I'm correct, that this moment is actually powering streams. So Blue Ivy Carter's dance cameo is creating significant impact and pushing Beyonce's My Power. It quickly went viral on social, trended on TikTok. And there was a so fucking good. It really is. On streaming increased by 190%. Wow. And saw a digital sales boost of 189%. So my power is powering up the charts because of Blue Ivy. She's going to have a good allowance this week. She really will. She'll be able to buy that Furby, that Tamagotchi, (laughs) whatever she wants. The Peppa Pig Audible subscription? Probably. (laughs) God damn it. Did you also see the gender reveal that Beyonce did? That Beyonce did? No. Yeah, on stage. No, I saw Harry Styles do it. I didn't see Beyonce. Yeah, she did. I guess someone had a sign. Yeah. And she stopped the show and was like, I want to make sure this I do this right. Mm -hmm. Can someone hand me the envelope? Oh my God. And she took the envelope and opened up and she went, girl. I love that. Mm -hmm. Harry did the the balloon pop and it was a girl as well. That's nice that they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, 
I hope it doesn't set a precedent and they've got to do like 20 balloons in a show. And they're like, this one. Oh, this I one. know. Like, it's just going to keep. Yep. Yeah. But I nice. mean, hey, it's better than, you know, lighting an entire forest, lighting on, a forest fire. on fire. Exactly. Uh, well, <clears throat> that's one way to get attention. And speaking of attention, we do have some songs to get into this week. <gasps> we do. Um, there is some new music on the horizon here, including the return of Doja Cat with attention. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. She got a new bop out with a very different sound, I would say. You know, she's been trolling for weeks and months now about the sound of her new music. And one of the first things she said is that she'd be rapping more. And I do think she, that was actually true. Yeah. She's rapping more on this one. She's addressing her fame. She's addressing all that. And it's a much different vibe. I wouldn't say that this is like a standout, like obvious mainstream single necessarily. Yeah, it's not like a radio mm-hmm. catchy pop bop, but I like it. I like it. The music video was directed and shot in Los Angeles. That's where this shines for me. The music video, the video is so cool. Her body of glitter, you know, sort of repeating her fashion week moment with her red is extremely cool. And I do think she's in a position now where she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Not that she wasn't already. So I do think she's having more fun experimenting and letting loose with her visuals and her sound. Because she can. So props to Doja. I'm excited to see what this whole project looks like and sounds like. Very intriguing. Speaking of letting loose. Now, I forget. Did you follow Little Mix at all? I stand Heartbreak Anthem. Right. Right when they ended. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, I'm into them now. And confetti. Oh, confetti. Okay. So. And then they broke up. Yeah. So it's my fault. It is. Yeah. They were like, oh, it's that popular now. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta go. Little Mix is no more for now. They're on hiatus, and the girls are all recording solo music. We've had this happen many times in our lives with our favorite girl groups. However, the difference is they're like super cordial and friendly and sisters they're supposed to be sisters and they love each other and they're only saying positive well three of four of them one of them but like uh did you see that tiktok oh. the couple that was at, the wi-fi yeah and yes. the wi-fi was <laughs> sure did how do you oh miss oh. <laughs> nelson is another story but the three of the four little mix have gone from strength to strength otherwise and leanne is the first Mix going solo with her song Don't Say Love, which I really, really enjoy, actually. And I don't think it's that far from the Little Mix sound either. Um, did you listen to it yet? No. Well, <laughs> you know, when you get around to it, I do think you'll like it. It's got sort of a UK garage dance vibe to it. I think you'll be into the beat. Definitely like the beat. I don't think it's a far stretch from Little Mix's music, but I do think it's a good first statement for her. And yeah, Debut album's coming. She gave a good interview with British Vogue that I read through. Talked about being in the band. And I don't know. It all sounds really healthy, to be honest. Like, she's excited to finally express herself the way she wants to. But at the same time, she's not dragging Little Mix. She's just like, obviously, when you're in a band, maybe every song isn't exactly what you want it to be. Or you say what you want. But now I can fully do that. Yeah. But but those are my sisters. That's like a very grown and healthy thing. I... You know, the narrative of like, finally I could be me gets tiresome. 
The Jonas Brothers did that. They, they did that. Their solo moments. Fast Lane. What was it called? Yeah, Bob. Fast Lane and all of that. I imagine they're all going to put out their solo efforts and then come back. They do that in K-pop all the time, too. We're excited for that. We're having a UK minute right now. I just realized. So along with Little Mix, this new Music Friday is purely old Music Friday for me. Uh, it's a very holy day and special day for me. It is the 20th anniversary release of not only Danny Minogue's Neon Nights, but Girls Aloud's debut, Sound of the Underground. They're both out now. They've given it to us good. You've got the B-sides, the rare rarities and remixes. They're all digitally released. I just got the email that my Neon Nights has been dispatched to me. I forgot that I ordered like the super uber package <laughs> and i got like the list of all Holy the things shit. that are in it it's the the picture disc the box set of the cds the cd dvd the, the shirts the slip map the signed I mean, single more than many of our faves do for their 20 years absolutely so. i'm eating this up neon nights one of my top 10 albums of all time a very what what's the word uh foundational transformative record for transformative gay awakening album for me so that's super important to me. Sound of the Underground is like a great album, but it is Girls Aloud's, I think, worst album because it's their debut and they were still like finding their sound. Is that but, the one with Push the Button? That's, that's Sugar Babes. Oh. <laughs> but I'm excited. They're apparently going to do this for all of them, which is amazing. So we'll get the full shebang for every album as they go forward. Ready for that. Yeah, I believe that's my... UK minutes, and I will probably be doing some sort of insane unboxing when my merch comes. Oh my god, you should! Yeah, I definitely will. And shout out to Danny for doing Padam Padam promo yeah. the crossover. Speaking of things that were very important to me, I don't know if you heard this. Okay, so I have to confess something. Did you so, think it was the the virtual yeah, pop stars? You put this on the <laughs> list, and I literally am scrolling Spotify. I am in Twitter, and I'm like scrolling, yeah. searching, and I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, oops. And then I was like, oh. There's two. There's two KDAs. Not the virtual pop group, but the British musician, producer, KDA. The one without the backslash. Yeah. There's K backslash DA, and then KDA. It's an easy mistake to make. Uh I got so excited because you put the you put the exclamation point. Well, because like <gasps> that exclamation's for me. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they're back! I was just talking about them yesterday. Um, well, he did that amazing song "Just Say" with Tanache, which is a fucking bop. Ooh, twenty six million streams on that one. Get it? Anyway, he's done a spin on one of my favorite, if not my favorite, song. Even though it really doesn't make any sense with like my pop girly vibe. R.E.M.'s Losing My Religion. I think I've said on the pod before, apparently it was one of the first songs I sang as a baby in the backseat growing up. He's done a version of it with Watterson, who is rising vocalist. But this, the actual vibe that it gives me is Sunday at LeBain. And I do think you would be into the general, I'll just, the beat of it. And there's actually a club edit that has a completely different beat. I was into it. Yeah. I did press play on this one because I yes. found it. Eventually. It's like a good chill afternoon disco vibe. Always love that. Mm -hmm. I have one recommendation for this week that I had mentioned a few weeks back, and it's out. It is Take It Off by Fisher. And 
Atig? Atig? Unsure of that pronunciation, but it is two A's, T I G. Mm-hmm. Bop. <laughs> Number one on B Port right now. Number one on the T Kyle charts. And on my charts. <laughs> yeah. I would also like to shout out that Eat Your Man with Nelly Furtado is number two on Beatport right now. Nice. So Nelly Furtado is charting. The dance girlies are listening. And I also wanted to shout out, there is a Christina Aguilera rework that is also charting on Beatport. Ain't No Other Man by Murphy's Law UK Mm. that is out, that has been in the top five for like three weeks now. Christina's not in the titling of it, which I think is weird, but it's charting and doing really well. So like we stand. That's like when I got in a fight with Galantis. Oh, for what? I wrote a thing about, I didn't like the fact that none of their songs had featuring. Oh yeah. Uh, they don't really do that. Right. But like you've got legends on there, like Kathy Dennis and all these vocalists and their vocals are warped. Yes. But they're like still on there. So I had wrote a thing and they, messaged me from Tokyo where they were at a festival and got on the phone with me literally like blood shy of toxic fame. Wait, what? Yes. This was back when I was writing for pop crush and they're just like, we just want to clear things up. Like this is something agreed upon by everyone who's collaborating with us. And it's, yeah, it's sort of like they, it's like a, not yeah. an anonymous thing, but they do it as sort of like a... It's sort of, it's like bitchy of me to like be mad about it. But at the same time, my position is like, I want, these writer or writers and, and vocalists to get yeah no your POV was a thousand percent yeah like, makes sense there's a, there's a definitely the pop nerd side of me that's like people need to know that that's this is who this is yeah but I understand if they're if that's their the thing that they're presenting and like maybe the writers don't even want to be you know associated then that's a whole other thing yeah there's a thing I've noticed with dance music where people kind of experiment mm-hmm. and so they do it as like an underground thing right. Like when Cascade had that like hidden, yeah, yeah, um, and it only had like two songs, but it's like they do experimental right. projects under aliases and like Anon, whatever. <laughs> yes, like that one Dod song. I still am convinced is Trisha Paytas, and there's no vocalist credited. But... Well, in case you ever want to call from Christian Carlson, aka Bloodshy. Simply write a piece about how they should be crediting their songwriters. Oh my God. I'm going to do a piece about how Faith with Dolly Parton is one of the best songs of all time. There you go. Maybe you'll get a call. Well, <laughs> we also. Pharmacy. Yeah. We also had one album. that came out last week. <laughs> and their song with Becky Hill that's out right now. You're such a Becky Hillster. Uh, She's coming to New York in October. I want to go. Go. We had a song come out last week that we forgot to mention, uh, and I definitely want to give it some love. Um, Slater's back with a new era Bop. called Out of Time. Very sort of like 80s sheen. Yeah, there's like a retro mm-hmm. undertone to it. It's really cool. Really love it. Really into it. The visuals are a serve. Yeah. The visualizer. It's inspired by anxieties and insecurities about being a smaller artist in the music industry. And this song is a slick 80s rebirth for me. And uh, it's about anyone who ever wanted to be famous. There's like definitely a tension and anxiety in the lyrics. So mm-hmm. I, I get that. Yeah, I love this. I think this is a great start to whatever this era is. So just wanted to shout that out. And shout out to, we talk about her all the time. And this was a very sudden announcement. The legendary, speaking of writers deserving credit, Bonnie McKee is coming with a full album. Slay! 
called Slay, <laughs> which will be comprising her unreleased songs that were shelved post American Girl. She did a little TikTok explaining Justice for American Girl. Justice for American Girl. She did a TikTok talking about how she was a, on tour about to release the follow up single to American Girl. And the label head messaged her and said, they don't think that that's the single. And she was like, well, okay, fuck you. And eventually the album, whole album went away and leaked in various forms. Like not all the songs. The Legends Only song. Maybe that one's on there too. But she- She never got back to you about- No. Oh. We'll see. I actually, I didn't even tell you. I reached out again about talking about this because I was like, we should talk about Slay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this time I went a different route. We'll see if I get an, an answer back. Oh, okay. <laughs> writer girl. Mm-hmm. Two writer girls combined. Two writer girl. I mean, like, we should talk about it. Yeah. She was my first ever interview. I d- my mm-hmm. coworker got sick and they were like, we need someone to fill in. Can you do it? And I was like, I don't know what to do. So you wrote for Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did a really good job. She was. Sure she did. complimented me afterwards. And I was like, well, oh. just to tell you, I've never done this before. She was really sweet. Yeah. So she has this album of basically an unreleased shelved project. She also said that she Taylor Swifted it because it was such a legal loophole nightmare to find all of the rights holders of the original songs that she ended up re-recording them. Oh. So there are new versions of old songs that maybe people have heard along the way. She said she was inspired by the comments on all of her TikToks that were like, you know, release this, like release some songs she thought nobody heard before. I think that's really cool. I think it's well overdue. She's a brilliant songwriter. Her music should be out there. So I'm really excited. We'll hear it really soon because it's coming out at the end of this month, which was the big shocker. She was just like, and it's here. Yeah. So that's There's a cool. lot coming. There is. We have new BB. Oh, yeah. Surprise announcement from BB Rexa Loud Luxury. Loud Luxury. If only I. And they teased the video of them in the studio. Sounds like a bop to me. Can now we just need one in a million. We do. We do need one in a million. And Go then, for that best pop dance Grammy. Uh-huh. I want her to put out a dance track every single month for the rest of my life. And I forgot to put it on here, but there is a song coming next week as well called Car Keys by Alok and Ava Max. <gasps> it is coming next week. I can confirm it is a bop. I will say that. Um, any song really is about, about keying a car. It should be. Not quite, but it is called Car Keys. Shut up and drive. Shut up and drive. This will cause many gays to crash. They're they're already not good drivers. So excited for that one to come out. So BB and Ava next week. New bops. Mm -hmm. EDM Kelly next week. Kelly. Row three incoming. Row three. Everyone's perched. Plenty on the horizon. Yeah. This new Music Friday was dominated by anniversary releases for me, but next week is going to be a lot of new bops. The girls are back. The girls are back. And we've got plenty coming up. We also had some shows that we saw. On the after show, we talked about a an EDM show that you saw and a special Trixie and Katya reaction to Black Mirror that I saw. Mm-hmm. So head on over there if you're a Patreon legend, icon, subscriber. Yes, thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon that keep this podcast afloat. Yes. If you would like to support us and support the pod, you can go over to patreon.com slash legends only. You can be an icon 
or legend. And one of the best things about Patreon is you have control over your subscription. You can change it at any time. You can upgrade, you can downgrade, you can pause it for a hot minute. But if you subscribe, you get instant access to four, almost four years now, Mm -hmm. three and a half years Mm -hmm. of all the bonus content, including the after show where we keep talking about things after every single show. Mm -hmm. And you can also join our Discord if you are a Patreon subscriber. So we just want to give you guys a huge thank you and a shout out for literally keeping the podcast going. Keeping the lights on over here. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> keeping my hue lights active. Keeping the lights up while we can before Peppa Pig takes over. Yeah. Steals all of our remaining listeners. We hope you're having a fabulous pride wherever you are and a wonderful June. We're going to see some of you at BB Rexa. We sure will. Yes. Give us a, a heads up. I don't know. What are we going to have to do? Hold up a sign? Oh, <laughs> just like Legends Only fans with an arrow down and there's yeah. no one. <laughs> like, oh. For sure. Should be a good time. I'm so excited for it. But yeah, yeah we'll um we'll come up with some way to like review it after. We but, sure will. Because um, yeah, this episode will literally be dropping as we're getting home, probably. Mm-hmm. So. Hopefully. Well, you never know. You never know where the night will take us. (sighs) Best fucking night of our life. Slay! (laughs) As advertised. I'm so excited. Oh my God, I'm going to lose my voice. Yes, you really will. Yeah. You know how loud I am. I can be very loud. Yeah. I want BB Rexa to hear me when I scream about sacrifice. I'm going to say something. I know you will. Mm -hmm. And it's outside, so your voice really has to carry. I've got pipes. We know it. Yeah, I, you heard it echo through Ava Max when yep. I screamed Queen of Pop. Yep. I'll do it again. Well, we've got yeah. an action-packed weekend ahead of us. See you then. S- since we're in the future, um, thanks for coming out to the Well Yes party uh, that I'm hosting on Friday night, if you came. Thank you. I assume <laughs> it was a great time. I hope so. And uh, shout out to everyone who's joining me for the Kylie Summit uh, at Jones Beach on Saturday night. I'm assuming we're getting home alive. I think it was a great show. Good luck, sweeties. Good luck, sweeties. And then barely scraping by to put ourselves together for BB Rex on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. What a weekend. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us. And until next time, we will see you soon. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.